0: Welcome and thanks for tuning in to Real People, Real Talk, relevant conversations that take you from surviving to thriving. This is the podcast that goes there. My name is Paul Calco and I'm your host. Now let's talk. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever you are listening to this, I hope that things are well in your world and that you are thriving. But well, welcome to the Real People Real Talk show. I am so grateful that you have tuned in. And here's why you should listen. We're going to have a vibrant conversation revolving around failure and success because it's time to normalize failure. So stick around as you break down this concept. So this podcast, Real People Real Talk, it turned one back in May. So I decided on this episode, it was time to invite the person that was a guest on the very first episode, my dear friend, Nicole Brown, who's a blogger, an influencer, and all-around cool person. So welcome back to the Real People Real Talk show, Nicole.
1: Hello, everyone that is listening. So good to be back.
0: Yes, and grateful to have you back. The first episode that we did was all about coping with COVID And while we was recording, we had no clue that at the time of this recording, in some ways, we are still trying to cope with COVID. So I want to kick off this episode with this concept called Vent Joy. I spoke about it before on the podcast. And so Vent Joy is all about venting about the things that bring you joy as opposed to only venting about our complaints. So with that being said, Nicole, let's do this thing called Vent Joy. So tell me uh, what has brought you joy this past week.
1: What has brought me joy was the events leading up to my oldest niece's graduation. Um, It still feels it still doesn't seem real that she is done with high school. So that is a joy as an aunt to see.
0: That's awesome. And congratulations to her. Uh, For me, I had a very restful weekend. Uh, I, I thought about saying I had a lazy weekend, but I got to remember that rest is productive. So I had a restful weekend and I just watched the NBA playoffs and that's all that I did. And so for those that's listening, I want to invite you to, to adopt this concept of VinJoy. I guarantee it's a mood changer and it's a mood booster. But now to the content at hand, let's talk about failure. So Nicole, in your own words, how would you define failure?
1: I would define failure as not completing your goals and giving up. I think that is my simpler terms of the definition of failure.
0: I like that. I like the and that you put on there. It's not just about if you didn't reach your goal, but also not giving up. I feel like that failures are pit stops along the road of success and failure. is not something that's final. It's really more so of an opportunity to learn and to grow and just to do better next time. Because, I mean, we all fail from time to time, but it's after we fail. That's what's important. And so getting to the meat of the conversation about normalizing failure. What do you think people often misunderstand about this concept of failure?
1: Definitely, I think people think that it's the end of the world or maybe their career or relationship. They think about their peers. What would their peers think of them? Would they think that they don't deserve the respect or they'll talk about them? Maybe embarrassment and shame will come from it. But also, society too. I mean, just from my experience in college, you know, towards the end of the career in college, they said that, okay. you're going to finish school. You're going to have this amazing career, making all this money. You're going to get married. You're going to have your kids. And so, for me, I let that sit and muster up in my head that that's how things were supposed to happen. And I made it a point to put a third, put an age on it, and said that by thirty, I want to be an attorney. I want to be um, married to an attorney. Have the two story house with a picket fence. I want to have a cat, um, no kids yet, but I want to have all of those things. And when I hit 30 and I'm looking back, I didn't have any of, of those things. And fast forward now, um, not only are my 30s, I think, some of the best years I've experienced so far, but God is also teaching and showing me things that I wouldn't have learned if I hadn't walked through not having all of those things. And so I'm loving this moment in my life because I'm doing some of the things that I want to do. And if I was married or had other obligations, I wouldn't be able to do those things. So um, definitely not going by what society is telling you what you should have by a certain age.
0: Nicole, that's a word right there. And I really appreciate your transparency. Um because life, like you said, we sometimes we grow up and whether it's through college or the media, we hear about, you know, these certain benchmarks that we should have at certain ages. And we put all these time limits or these mm-hmm. deadlines on us that God haven't put on us, but society put on us. And life is not really it's not linear. There's ups, there's downs, there's cycles, there's seasons, and people get things at different ages. So to the person that got married at twenty or 30 or 40, neither of them are failing. God just had a different plan mm-hmm. for them. And really, it's, it's my hope and my prayer for the person that's listening that you will get to the point where Nicole is right now, where you can say, I love how she said, I'm loving this moment in my life. And I pray that over you. And I hope that for you.
1: I'm also thinking, too, like, if you ever think about what if we all got married or if we all um, were having these beautiful houses and all these things at one time, what would we have to look forward to? I love how everybody has their own season, their own race, and we can celebrate that in those moments. And so we're always celebrating little things through, through life.
0: That is a good observation. This really speaks to the overall um, point of this conversation, like just normalizing, um, normalizing failure. And we need to normalize not being paralyzed by fear that we miss Mm -hmm. out on doing great things. And so I've heard it said like this, like if you're not messing up, then you're not doing it right. And I really believe that it's time to stop playing it so safe and take some risks. Now, of course you need to think it through. You need every decision to be bathed in prayer. You need to do your research, but at some point you need to pull the trigger. And so I just want to encourage you to give yourself permission to fail, because when you give yourself permission to fail, you're actually giving yourself permission to succeed. And Nicole, you talked about um, how you've learned in this season. And so specifically, I want to ask you, like, how do you bounce back from an L? How do you bounce back from a loss?
1: Well, one thing that I started to do um, probably the past three years now is to take those failures and take a moment to do like a debrief and to think about, um, one, my attitude, my feelings. Um, what could I have done differently? OK, now what can I do next to get from that Because I've also learned, too, that with failure, it comes more motivation to to get to that goal. It creates more creativity. Maybe if I failed at one thing. okay, well, I didn't think about doing it this way. So it gives me the opportunity to think of another creative way to get to my goal.
0: Yes. I don't think I would add to that because you said it so eloquently. Um, Sometimes we need to look at our losses as lessons. And I would kind of mix in what you already said, just maybe after a quote unquote loss, they would just take a time to debrief and just to think, think it through. Like, what can I do differently? And you may say, well, this didn't work. So what do I need to change the next time that I go around? So I remember one time I was on YouTube and I ran across one of these videos from Steve Harvey and he was like in his 30 years of being in the entertainment industry. He made about 200 pitches, I guess, to the mm-hmm. the rich people and the the." the movers and shakers and decision makers in Hollywood or whatever. And out of those 200, only five hit. And what is it like? Almost 3% give or take. And this man, he didn't allow his failures or all those no's to get in the way. And you know, when you Google him today, he's super successful. I mean, every time I turn on the TV, I see him, whether it's on a movie or TV or radio, you name it. And so I just want to encourage the listeners. We're talking about failure. Don't be swayed by no's. Because the more that you go for, oftentimes the more yeses that you get and also the more no's that you get. Sometimes we allow the fear of failure to get in the way, the fear of rejection to get in the way. Like a personal example, I started fundraising um, earlier at the time of this recording. I started fundraising earlier um, this year, around March, and I feel like the Lord laid it on my heart to do it in October of 2020. But I was worried about fear of rejection, like who's going to say no, who's going to say yes, um, who's going to how is the relationship going to, or friendship going to change? Because, you know, I asked him to give to our podcast ministry. And so all these things were just just stirring up. And I mean, so, so like I say, I feel like God asked me to do that in October and I was walking in disobedience and I finally do it in March of 2021. And God has been faithful. Um, have I got a lot of no's? Yes. Have I got a lot of yeses? Yes. And there's been some unexpected yeses and God has been God has been very faithful in that. And so, Nicole, just personally, what's something that you have, quote unquote, failed at? But, you know, now that you're older and wiser, you look back at it and you're grateful for that experience.
1: Well, um, I have been certified in SHRM, which is Society of Human Resources Management. And for those who are not familiar with the exam, it is a tough, grueling, long exam. And right after I completed my master's in 2017, I wanted to go ahead and just shoot my shot as says, and go ahead and take that exam. And I failed. And I was banking on that, that completion of that exam in 2017 for my career because I had heard that everyone in the office that had taken the exam passed on their first try. And so I was like, okay, well I got this. I mean, I'm just finished up my master's in HR. I shouldn't fail at all. And that took me down a lot. Like I had a lot of, um, dark moments where I was thinking about, okay, well, maybe HR isn't the thing that I want to do. You know, maybe I'm not ready for this. Um, and so, It took me a while, but with my parents, um, they encouraged me to get back out there and to try it again. And then I tried it again in 2018, and I just knew I was going to go at it at a different angle. I studied more. I used more resources in my studying and in my prep, and I took the exam again, and I failed again. And I was, if I'm not mistaken, five points from the passing grade. Wow. And so now at this point, and to make it even worse, I put more pressure on myself by taking that exam on my birthday. Mm-hmm. So, of course, my birthday was just ruined. But I put a lot of pressure on myself. But um, it wasn't until God just spoke to me one night um, and just said, why are you doing this? Are you doing it to please your people at work? Are you trying to do it for a promotion or are you taking it because you want to develop yourself personally in your career growth? And thinking back on those two exams that I failed, I wasn't doing it for me. I was doing it just so I can get the, the recognition from others. Mm-hmm. And that was the wrong reason. And so I put my bootstraps back on and I took it again and I finally passed in 2019 But because of that, it definitely made me appreciate the exam and the certification even more. And also a couple of things that I learned from from the failures of the two exams is that I was still a great friend, a great employee, a great HR professional. Um, So I didn't have to pass it. I was still I knew I was a great person. I still knew I was a great employee Um, and that I don't have to complete everything, you know, with everybody else's timing. God didn't want me to pass. And I'm glad He didn't allow me to pass it thinking ahead now um, because it really did. It taught me a lot of valuable life lessons that now I can share with my nieces as they're getting ready to go out into the world. Um, but also, just a reminder when I'm facing another big thing that I'm scared that I may fail it, that the Lord is going to have my back at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, my concern should be pleasing Him um, and not the things of this world and other people.
0: Nicole, you come on here with with the word for the people and just really like processing what you were saying. And so in those words, you're saying like you're not your failure <laughs> just because you failed at a test. You still a great friend, a great auntie, a great person. And so I just want to say congratulations once again on that certification and kudos to you for not giving up. And as we're talking about this concept of failure, this can relate to to school. Um, it can relate to certifications. An example, Nicole just, just gave, it can relate to starting a business or starting a different business, maybe after the first or second one fail, a podcast, a YouTube channel, a book, whatever that thing is. Y'all know how I like to talk, uh, shoot your shot, whatever that thing is that God has been stirring in your heart. I just want to encourage you to step out on faith and do it. I I used "failed" there in quotes because as we're talking about failure is really pit stops along the way to success. And is a really opportunity to learn and grow. But I reached out to a lot of quote unquote, big guests, and I got a lot of I got a lot of no's. Um, different like people in, in the in the faith community and other podcasters just reaching out whether to bring them on my show or asking them, you know, making a pitch for me to be on their show. And yeah, I got a lot of no's. Um, I can't even I can't even count. But I mean it did increase my confidence and it also mm-hmm. pushed me to create great content, um, even better content and just to go so hard that one day, you know, they would notice and come on and come on the show. And I don't really look at that as a Philly, but mostly as like a bump on the road. And because I wasn't afraid of a no, I had some notable guests like I'm a, the church that I attend and the church that I work as a part of the Southern Baptist Convention. And I was able to have the president of the Southern Baptist Convention at that time um, on the podcast, Pastor J.D. Greer. Um, and then some other people that's re- very notable in the young adult world that I look up to, people like Jonathan Pakluda, and then some social media people that went viral, like Andrew F. Carter, who got has almost a quarter million followers on Instagram. And so if I would allow the fear of rejection to stop me, I wouldn't have had that. And so it, it just comes it just comes with the territory. And so I wanna encourage you, do not let the fear of failure to cause you to miss out on doing some amazing things. So here's your scripture for this episode. Second Timothy one seven says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, of love, and a sound mind. So God didn't give you the fear, so don't receive that fear. And so, Nicole, I want you to fill in the blank here. True success is blank.
1: True success looks different for everyone. And so mine may seem a little weird, but I would say that true success for me is knowing at the end of the day that I have a roof over my head. Over my head. I've done the best I could for that day. I've laughed. I'm loved. I'm safe. And most importantly, knowing that God is working in my life and that he will provide all the things I need as far as provision and things that I want to accomplish.
0: Yes, what a definition. I love how you say that it's it's personal, it's contextual. I look at success, and I've said this equation on the podcast before, that true success is faithfulness and obedience. I feel like as long as you are walking in obedience to what God has called you to do, you're answering his call on your life, um, you're being faithful to what he has called you to do, uh, you're walking in purpose. um, I feel like that is true success. And then even not as much on the spiritual level, but in a different way of saying it, success is progress not perfection but progress so maybe you didn't reach this specific goal or you didn't reach this point of of quote-unquote success that you want but as long as you are moving forward you are succeeding so nicole i really appreciate this all the wisdom that you have shared and just being so personal and even taking another step like what encouragement would you give to those that may be dealing with the fear of failure how would you encourage them
1: um just as what we talked about but you know Failure does give, it gives us an opportunity to realize, you know, different ways to acquire our goals. And we just need the right vision and a positive mindset um, to get through. When I look at my SHRM certificate, it doesn't say how many times I failed. So for those who are listening and they are trying to, I know nursing is tough for a lot of people, but when you get your certificate, it's not going to say how many times you failed or um, getting to nursing school and things like that. Um, And then also talk about it frequently with your friends or family and just say, hey, just thinking about some of the failures in my life. This is what it's taught me. And then ask them, what have you felt at in life and what has it taught you? Um, Also, a lot of times failure could be God's protection, too. Um, Maybe it isn't the right time for something, but you come back around it and, and succeed at it. And that's the perfect time. That's when God wanted you to have it. So think about that as well, but continue that conversation so we can normalize it. And I know this is cheesy, but I saw this quote on Pinterest and it said, there are 26 letters in the alphabet. If pl- if letter A doesn't work, you have 25 more letters to go. And so that's something that I always think about because we always have options. So if you fail, you get back up and you go edit again because you got 25 more tries. <laughs>
0: Yes, don't give up, don't give in, keep it going. I really like how you said it. it was very, very practical. It's having conversations like this about our fears, so we kind of normalize it and encouraging each other. And then this is something that if you're on Twitter, you can tweet this. That sometimes failures is God, God's protection. You don't know what God mm-hmm. is protecting you from, and so maybe I don't know what you have felt at, but I just want to encourage you to keep going and don't give up. I remember. It took, I took the five year plan when I was getting my, um, degree from Mississippi College, my bachelor's. And some people can look at that. Oh, he didn't graduate in four years Mm. and look at that as a failure. But I look at that as that was. God's sovereignty. Now, in the moment, I was, you know, I was disappointed and I was hurt or whatever. But now that I look back on it, I just see God's faithfulness and God's sovereignty in using that. Um, Let's say it's, quote unquote, supposed to take you about four years to do a bachelor's. And then my particular master's that I got it was supposed to have taken me about three years to do it. So a total of a total of seven years. And so with my undergrad, I ended up taking five years And with my grad, I ended up taking two years instead of three. So either way it go, I still finished out in seven years. And Mm -hmm. God was just so faithful in that. And so today we kept it quick. We kept it to the point because it's enough talking. At this point, we've talked enough. Maybe you even have talked enough. It's time for some doing. And so I'm saying go for it. And whatever your it is, you need to go for it. But Nicole, before we let you go, how can the people connect with you? And what do you have going on in your world?
1: Well, um, you everyone can find me on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at Lela's. That's L-E-L-I-A-S, Southern Charm. You can also find me at www.leelasoutherncharm.com as well. And you can subscribe to my blog. Um, but thank you so much for having me on, Paul. And I too took that five-year plan with um, college. So, and I enjoyed it because it was another year with friends. And more experiences so god's timing
0: <laughs> yeah god's timing and god's plan. that was so fun i remember just all the memories that we've made but as you guys know i'm going to leave all those links in the show notes so you can connect with her and i'm also going to leave the links to the other episodes and nicole and i did together as well so nicole thank you so much for joining the show and to my dear listener thank you so much for listening if you like what you heard today I ask that you will leave us a rating and a review. We would love to hear from you, get your feedback, get your opinion. So let me leave you with one last quote by Robert Kennedy. And he said this, only those that fail greatly can ever achieve greatly. So with that being said, go be all that God has called you to be.